0: Welcome, dreamers, to the first episode of Katie Keencast. Katie Keencast, Keencast baby! I'm,
1: I'm Justin. I'm Pete.
0: And we are Katie Keencast. We are a recap podcast for the CW's Katie Keen. And I want to specify right up top, it's Katie Keencast with uh with a C on the cast. Like yeah. there's not, it's not Katie Keencast with a K. Why wouldn't you put a K? <laughs> uh, why would it be Think Katie Keencast? Keen cast yeah. three Ks what, in a row. Three
2: Ks in oh, a row. Oh my God! That's oh, why I wanted to
0: specify oh, it right oh, on top here. I wanted
2: to be God, very clear. I realized KKC. Very baby. clear. Oh,
0: that is that it's Katie so Cast you as a podcast.
2: I'm so glad you caught that ahead of time. Putting it out
0: there. Very important oh. to put it out front. Like set the tone. Yep. For the Whoa, show right?
2: Yep. Katie Keene is
0: the upcoming spinoff of Riverdale That's going to be dropping on the CW There's going to be a little bit of a preview episode There's a crossover episode of Riverdale Happening the day before Katie Keene launches But we're going to talk through on the show uh, Our experiences with Riverdale Mm. We're also going to talk through what to expect from Katie Keene, the connections to River the Riverdale, a little bit about the cast.
2: Pete has
0: a question right off before right we even off get to it. What is your question? I'm Pete? just
2: going to say I'm hoping this show. Is uh, it takes its time and deals with stuff, and it doesn't feel like a whole season rammed in, where it's like so high tension and so much crazy shit happening every minute that you feel like you're on crack. That's what. Well, I, we'll get there in a moment because I have seen the first three oh episodes my. of the show. Would you Ooh. say it's just like Riverdale and Sabrina, and the fact that it's like an insane amount of shit happening all the time? This is from Roberto Aguirre Sacasa, who right. is the showrunner
0: of both of those shows. It, he does uh, this an amazing job. This is written the. Pine pilot was co-written with Michael Grassi, who was a longtime collaborator of his on Riverdale and specifically. I think he also did some stuff on Sabrina. Uh, and the pilot is directed by Maggie Kiley, who's directed episodes of Riverdale and Sabrina. Um, just as the overall thing, before we get into the plot of the show or anything like that, I will say to that point, I do love the fact I think it points to a good showrunner who works with the same people again because they want to work with that person again. Yeah, Uh, And I think that's great. And I think that sets the tone for Katie Keene going in that you have a team that knows how to work together, is excited to work together, but they are trying to do something
2: different here. And let me say, let me... That's what I don't want to see, like... Riverdale again, but with Katie Keene. Well, but l- l- I mean? let's,
1: let's speak to that because I, I know you've seen the episodes. Um, I have not. Um, I also haven't. Just from the, the trailer and what we know, it feels like the sort of energy and the uh, story propulsion is very different for this. It's a new character, Katie Keene... Uh, Moving to New York City and... Exp- uh, of-
0: well, hold on. Let, let me yeah. specify about the plot. So this is this is a character, this is an Archie Comics character that apparently Roberto aguirre Sacasa loved a lot. Yeah. Uh, she is a character that existed, I want to say, in the 60s, the 50s and 60s, and was very popular then. She is a fashion designer, was part of the spate of romance comics that came out of the time. Uh, and she went dormant for a while until about the 80s. There was a Katie Keene superfan that published a Katie Keene newsletter had a Katie Keene yearly convention and convinced Archie Comics, let me do something officially for you, and eventually worked his way up to write a Katie Keene comic. Uh, she came back very briefly in the 80s, disappeared again in the 2000s, the early 2000s. They tried to bring her back in the comics again, uh, published a new version of Katie Keene. Again, she was just like fashionista, but it was a little more tied in with the main Archie Comics characters because initially she was... One of those separate characters, like part of the Archie comic stable, but not living in Riverdale or anything like that. But she, it fizzled. And by about 2005, when they released a trade paperback of the previous issues, those the last time any Katie Keene stuff was published. Up until recently, when they started publishing things again, now that she was coming back to screen, they published a collection through Archie Comics. They're doing an archie Katie Keene tie-in and the main Archie title. So there's all this stuff going on there uh, because there is excitement about the show. Right. And the plot of the show, it takes place five-ish Years after Riverdale Where it is So it's down the road There's no flying cars Or self-tying shoelaces Or anything like that It's mostly because Katie Keene Is working in the city Uh, She She doesn't know she wants to be a fashion designer yet. She is working as a personal shopper at Lacey's, which is their version of Macy's. It's their ah, high end yep. department store. Mm-hmm. Uh, while on the side, she is a fix it all, do everything. Uh, she has, you're going to love this, beat, she has a boxer boyfriend named K.O. Kelly who she's absolutely in love with. Classic Riverdale-type stuff that's going Mm. on there. Uh, And she has a couple of friends. Her friends include uh, Pepper Smith, who is played by Julia Chan. I should mention uh, Lucy Hale... Plays Katie Keene uh, Zane Holtz Plays K.O. Kelly uh, Julia Chan Plays Pepper Smith uh, Pepper Smith Is a character She is an it girl She knows everybody But there's some hints That maybe there's Something a little weird About all of her stories Being like Oh I was on a yacht With Leonardo DiCaprio And Margot Robbie When suddenly Timothy Chalamet Dropped by It all seems A little fake So there's some stuff Going on there uh, And the other character That Katie Keen Is friends with When we kick off the show Is uh, Jorge Lopez A.K.A. Ginger Lopez Now we've seen a version Of Ginger Lopez On Riverdale In early seasons I think it was one of Cheryl's Cheerleader minions But it was a very Side background character I don't even know If it was referred to By name This is not connected In any way This is a totally Different character This is played by Johnny Beauchamp uh, Jorge Lopez works in the bodega downstairs from them. His parents own the building that Katie lives in. Uh, Pepper Smith lives in another place. Uh, and by night, he is a drag performer named Ginger Lopez at a place, uh, I'm forgetting the name of the actual shop in the show, but in the real world, it's called Molly's Crisis. And it's mm-hmm. based off of that. So... Cool. uh Hold on, we're getting there in a second. Uh, and he dreams of Broadway stardom. So you get like a little bit of the whole chorus line thing going on with her. While well, you have Marvelous Mrs. Basil going on a little bit uh, with Katie Keene uh, and the stuff with uh, Pepper Smith. I'll leave that in terms of spoilers. We'll get back to that probably with later episodes. The last character, the important one that connects it to Riverdale, the Pete is looking at me like, come on, let's get to in it already, sheer panic. Pete is Ashley Burry is returning as Josie McCoy. Thank God, Jesus. So when we last left Josie, she had headed off on tour with her dad. She briefly came back for the Luke Perry Memorial episode at the beginning of season four of Riverdale. Uh, But she has been traveling. She's been figuring herself. She's still dating Archie. No, she's not dating Archie. What? Do, you've been watching Riverdale. Oh, I know this because we do a weekly podcast about Riverdale.
2: Damn it. They broke up. <laughs> He's been dating Veronica. You were hoping what are
0: they're back together. About? Did I was you hope, say it's, it's I, in the five future? Five years
2: in the future. Maybe they got back together. I mean,
0: maybe they do. But the, the point, the reason they're doing this is like, they're going to be vague about stuff. They're not going to be like, and here's a specific, well, when Jughead died, they're not going to oh. do any of that
1: stuff or anything like Junkhead's that. Jughead's ghost is a character in this though, right? Yeah, Jughead's ghost gives them advice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tick, tick, tack, tack typewriter uh, So Josie
0: McCoy uh, She has been traveling around She's been finding her artistic voice And she has the like the requisite musical plot line Where she gets off the bus Gets picked up by Katie Keene Who is friends with Veronica from back of the day That's where we're going to see in the flashback episode Why they're friends, how they know each other, etc uh, And uh, goes to live with it awesome. And that's where things kick off So you get like Ashley on her musical... Uh, Not Ashley, Josie, on her musical Empire-style journey as she mixes it up with the Cabot Twins, who are the head of this musical Empire. Uh, You get the chorus line thing with Jorge slash Ginger Lopez. So every episode's going to be a musical? It is as much a musical as Riverdale is. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So there are musical numbers. There's I thought
2: maybe there would be more musical numbers.
0: Well, there's Josie is on a musical path, and Jorge slash Ginger is on a musical path. So you get Performance. at least, I, could, I think I could say, in the first three episodes, you get musical stuff from each of them in every episode. Cool. It also feels like a musical.
1: Yeah. Like, it feels like... It's well, like, 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 young a, people in New York, we're going to make it. Uh, vibe. And so that's what I was trying to say the, yes. the tone is very different from both Sabrina and Great. Riverdale, which I think is like this, like, how are we going to figure out our lives, which I like that. It's a different, very different energy from all yeah. these uh, these other shows that you were talking about. So I think it's going to play very different.
2: Good, good. Now, when you say a musical, you're not talking about like a fucked up, tripped out Cats musical. You're just talking about like a normal Broadway. Well,
0: they are all human cats uh, <laughs> yeah. on the
2: show. Have you watched the trailer, Pete? Yeah, they're all human cats, and they refer
0: to Josie as Josie the Railway Cat Yeah, at one point. They're very jellicle. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And the plot of the show is they're trying to get to the heavyside (laughs) lair. Cool. Yes. This no, th- this one feels good. This one feels dated like. in a couple of months. <laughs> <laughs> uh no, there it's not a full on musical like that. Uh okay. the the other thing that I will just throw out there, and this isn't exactly a spoiler by any means, but it's something that from the first three episodes To your point That I appreciated About the show That I think Riverdale Is like missing For some people And I would say Probably for us Is everybody has Their own plots Going on But they all Except for Pepper Live and hang out In this one apartment So they have check-ins Which I think Is so crucial For a show Like To be like What's going on With your day And actually see each other And chat about stuff And offer advice which is very nice.
1: I'm really excited about this show specifically for that. Um, like, I moved to New York when I was young to, you know, go get into act and yeah, do comedy. Yes.
0: Yeah, how'd that work out, by the way? Good.
1: Look at me now. Yeah, look I'm at, at you here now. here in yeah. an office with you
2: two. Uh,
1: my two cats. Um, uh, I was, but I'm uh, saying, like, I am. You your bulge is a little
2: too much. Can you edit that out? What's that? Can you edit your bulge out, please? Yeah, what do you. What? <laughs> What are you talking uh, about? It's a cat's joke. You like
1: I got you. No, oh, did they edit
2: out a bulge? Yeah, a bunch. Oh,
0: okay, okay so I like really only should. heard about Judy Dench's hand. Jason DeRuler. Her human hand?
1: Uh, yeah, great. This is all great. Uh, <laughs> all great cats' content. I'm saying I identify with this, like living in a building with a bunch of friends, being like, how are we going to figure out our lives in New yeah. York City? Very excited for that. I love that it's in New York uh, because it's a world where there's so much potential. Uh, Glenn, uh, Greendale and Riverdale feel like we know what is there. I mean, we know that Greendale and Sabrina is a magical world, um, but w- so we know it's going to be magical. There's not that like, oh, I'm going to bump into this whole new thing that is uh, very grounded in the real world, so but still So you want New York City to be a character itself in the show? And I think, well, not even that, but I'm saying like, it. This it's about people making it. Like a Scorsese movie. You want it to be like a Scorsese movie. <laughs> like that. uh I'm gonna go um, <laughs> down to Molly's crisis because I'm having a crisis. <laughs> oh, okay, smart. Um, uh, no, I understand exactly what yeah. you're saying. Like when you
0: are in your 20s in New York, which we are, yeah, of course, uh-huh. uh, But yeah, when you're in your 20s, yeah, in York, anything ago. seems possible. <laughs> Hold on, uh, when you, anything seems possible, you're you can do anything at any point. Anything is open, and it does have this musical feeling. Like on the best nights. The lights of New York are twinkling when the air actually does not smell of urine or anything like that and you're in the right place. It just feels like, holy shit, I am in New York right now. That's crazy. Yeah. So Michael Grassi and Roberto Aguirre sacasa are both like they're as far as I know, they're both theater people. Like I know what Roberto Aguirre sacasa is. I think Michael Grassi was as well. And There's no better place to get that feeling than being in theater where you're like, wow, I get to be in a stage show every night and go out to a diner and we're all singing musical theater songs? What a life! And that's wonderful. So if they can put that in the show, if it can not go off the rails, that would be very nice.
1: Uh, uh, but i'm fine with it going off the rails in a new york city way in sure. a, in that like young person like i've made a series of mistakes today and now <laughs> sure. i'm in this situation like i love that uh i want to see that yeah are there so, so
2: basic you want to see your you want to relive
1: your life again yeah cool uh would don't you well <laughs> you moved to here as a grizzled old man you're damn right <laughs> i did yeah
0: Uh, Here's a big question that people had Obviously we know that Veronica and Katie Keene Are going to be mixing it up on Riverdale Uh, We know Josie, of course, is going to be there Um, They're having a bunch of great guest stars Bernadette Peters is playing a uh, mentor of Pepper Smith's um, oh, my gosh. I'm forgetting who it is, but there's somebody. There's, there's cameos. Yeah. There, well, there's a bunch of like, <laughs> get through it. I got to go. I'm Pete LePage. I got to catch a trade what? somewhere.
2: I, well, I got to sit here while you're like, and then say another Broadway Pete's person. Pete's only and a
1: cameo player <laughs> in this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah <laughs> I get, it. Cameo, there's cameos, I get cameo's it. There's cameos. There's a lot of Broadway people in it. Yeah. Sure.
2: All right. That's
0: fine. Fine. Uh, but yeah. What Riverdale people do you want to sh- see show up? There you go. Ooh, that's a good That's one. what
1: I was getting towards. Mm. Um. Let's see. The Gargoyle King? King? Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> good call. I want to see the Gargoyle King as sort of the weird neighbor. Right. Yeah, I want to see... make it in New York. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Hermione Lodge show I'm up. i want to be a drummer with my antler hands. <laughs>
2: I want to see Hermione Lodge show up and threaten to wrestle a bunch of people. I will you say, to see Hermione I will say to just to jump yeah. back to the gargoyle, what? <laughs> we, I was
0: roading past that, but I think we need to talk about this. Why do you want to see Hermione Lodge wrestle
1: people? It's a different think show. think she learned uh, from Hiram, uh, she no, learned no, how right, to wrestle. No, no, okay. Uh, what were you saying? Uh, I, don't know. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. You know who I'd like to see the most? Kevin. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think it makes sense for him to come uh, to New yeah, York. Yeah, he's a
2: big-time Riverdale theater guy. He could come to New York and visit. Yeah. It feels like, I don't want the show to become this, but I think the show could
0: become this, and I think it would be okay, is almost like a Riverdale reclamation project, where mm-hmm. Josie, the original conception for Riverdale was that it was going to be a musical show, and it would be all building to Josie and the Pussycats versus the Archies. Like right. That was the idea, that they were like, But what about murder? What if there was a lot of murder instead? And it changed, and it always felt like Josie. The Pussycats, as much as I love them, were this vestigial thing that existed in Riverdale where they could never figure out how to get any of them into the plot lines to the point that, like, the Pussycats disappeared, and then Josie left the show, and now she's on the show, which is the right place for her to be. And Kevin Keller is kind of the same way. We're like, Casey Codd is great. It's always fun when he pops up. But it always feels like, what are you doing here, Kevin? What's going
1: on? Yeah, hey. and so I think, like, give him some story in yeah. Riverdale or come on down to New York City, Kevin. Exactly. Yeah, come on, Kev. Live your dreams. Absolutely. They uh,
0: they set him up as the MC of Le Bon Nuit, and he's done that once,
1: I think. Once so far, I believe. So
0: have him come down to Molly's Crisis or whatever they're calling it on the show. Have him come down, be the MC of the drag club. Yeah. Have him learn from Ginger Lopez. Dolly's Dilemma, maybe. Yeah, that would be fun. Anybody else you want to see other than Kevin, though? And the Gargoyle King and Hermione Lodge wrestling.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anybody else? Um, What about you?
0: Who would I want to see? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Kevin is definitely my number one. I feel like he fits the most. I think also, like... Frankly, there's been a lot of complaints about Veronica's storylines kind of hitting the same notes a lot with True. her family. Uh, again, I don't want to overpack it with Riverdale people, but... Yeah, especially
1: yeah. not early. Uh, yeah, I think we want to be... And Veronica is so essential to Riverdale, I think it will come around. I like her popping in because yes. it's sort of very natural for her to come to New York to yeah. just do whatever. Yeah. Um, so I think I'd like to see her pop in a couple times, a season maybe. Um, and uh,
0: Chick. Chick the true hero of Katie oh, Keene. Oh, fuck. You. Yeah. That would be great. <laughs> yeah,
1: that would be great. Gets out of prison, goes sense. to New York. Yeah. Does, does not fun. make sense.
0: He'd be a great barback. <laughs> <laughs> Any final thoughts about Katie Keene before we wrap up this preview episode? Any Anything you want to add here? I'm optimistic about
2: this show. Okay. I think it's in good hands. I think it got some great actors. I'm excited to see what they
1: do. Me too. Uh, let's all make it in New York City.
2: Yeah. Uh, And
0: I could pretty confidently say I really enjoyed the first three episodes. I'm excited to watch them with you guys. I'm excited to chat about them. And for all of you listening out there, uh, we will be having Katie Keencast feeds set up Pretty soon, this preview episode is put out there to set up those feeds. Uh, but once they're wearing to go, we'll put out the information on at Riverdale Dark on Twitter. Uh, also, we have our Instagram at Riverdale After and on Facebook, Riverdale After Dark. Also, if you want to support this show and other shows, we do patreon.com slash comic book club. We do a live show every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. at the People's Improv Theater Loft in New York, where... We're just hoping to make it, you know? Just trying to make it here in the big city. This crazy podcast. Yes. Uh, iTunes, Android, Spotify, Stitcher. Eventually check them out all there. Comicbookclublive.com. For now, that's where the podcast is going to live. And for all
1: you dreamers out there, believe in yourselves. Wow. Wow. Everyone ends with a little moment of inspiration.